everyone, and welcome back to Sewn. This is an embodied tarot podcast hosted by me, Nicole Palumba from Seedling Spiritual, and we talk about tarot as a healing tool, as a mirror, and everything in between. If you'd like to find out more about me or any offerings I have, you can find me online at seedlingspiritual.com or on Instagram at seedlingspiritual. All right, so I'm just going to dig into today's episode um, because it's been a crazy couple weeks and I've been wanting to talk about this card for a while and it's beautiful how much it's um, become important to us all right now. So last week I talked about the tower, excuse me, two weeks ago I talked about the tower. I took a break off last week um, to amplify melanated voices and if you would like any of the um, podcasts I found during that time, I'm putting them in the show notes as well. So I encourage you to also reach out further uh, in your listening world as well as your Instagram feed and hopefully your life. Um, So last week, or excuse me, two weeks ago, I talked about the tower and it's hard to talk about the tower without talking about the card that comes next which is the star. And that is what we're talking about today. And the name of the episode is To Find Your Place. And for those of you who have had a reading from me before or have entered into my little corner of the cyber world uh, at all, you know that um, although I'm very kind, I am also very, very direct. And I tend to read and channel in a very direct way. And If that makes you prickly, I encourage you to dig into that, dig into why. Um, Because I think on a personal level, but also with the tarot and following off of this huge tower moment and astrologically where we're sitting right now, we have a responsibility to figure out why we are getting prickly and defensive and it's crucial to the world becoming the world it's supposed to be. So that's my little disclaimer. Um, Hopefully (laughs) people still stick around. And um, I'm a pretty open book. So if through this uh, I say anything or something is referenced that you disagree with or uh, doesn't sit right, let me know. I really like to talk about this. That's why I started the podcast. I would like people to feel like they can talk to and with me. I don't know if you can hear it. My cat is also talking to and with me. All right, so we're going to start with the star. Well, we're going to end with the star as well, but um, I'm going to paint a little picture here. I do love to tell a story, so if you're in a place where you can kind of imagine, um, like if you've got tea or coffee or, or something, um, I invite you to kind of settle down with, with this for a second. So, the tarot, and whether you're practicing or not, I'd like you to just go with me into the landscape of the world of the tarot. And in a sense that we're painting a picture, it's almost like the opening scene of a film. It's a wide space. There are few monuments, really. 
it's mountains, but desert mountains. And in the day, it's warm. And there's a few birds and trees kind of scattered around. And we find ourselves on this journey in this landscape that is quite challenging. It is not a friendly place for an ill-equipped person to be. The nights are long. There are things that go bump in the night very near to us while we sleep. Sometimes we have to journey through the night to get to where we're going. And as we are approaching Arcanum 17, which is what the star is, I want you to kind of drop into yourself that we have been journeying a while. We only have about four milestones left until the completion of this journey. And so while we are weary, while we are excited, there is also a level of apprehension because we don't know what comes next. And as we cross this landscape, and I know we're painting a picture here of, of a different world, but this is the part where we remember that it's our inner landscape. And it's a journey we have to take over and over and over again. And I think it's important to remember the the tower episode and if and I know it's a shameless plug, but if you haven't listened to it, I encourage you to do so because the moment we're in socially is a tower. This is a falling. A, a falling of of a space that we created on this gorgeous landscape and walled ourselves inside because we were afraid of going any further. The tower has to fall because it was constructed out of fear. Fear of sitting in our own yuckiness, you know, whatever that means for you. If you look in the mirror and you see something you don't like, it's easier not to look in the mirror. Fear of losing your power, our power, fear of change. And as we've gone on this gorgeous journey, we know we're getting to the end. And I'm not talking about the end of the world. I'm talking about the turning of the wheel. Because now we've crossed in tarot world into the cards that are over 10, which mean they include the number 10 in all of them. And 10 is a completion. 10 is a turning, is a shift. So the tower has fallen because we needed it to fall in order to make us get back on this journey. It's very Don Quixote. It's in order to make us keep going to the end because there is no point in journeying if you don't go all the way. 
It's not about rushing the journey. It's just about knowing that there is a destination and we set out on this journey for a reason. It's not, we're not just wandering out there. We're looking for something. And the closer sometimes I think we get to finding it, the more scared we become. And that little story being said, I'm going to launch into the card. So, so the star comes after the fall of the tower. And it is the first naked person in the journey of the Arcanum. So the image here is that we have flung ourselves out of this crumbling tower in the night whether the tower burnt down or we set it on fire or some combination of both. And again, this is a really visceral card. And that's why I'm doing this almost meditative imagery. And I want you to imagine that you're really standing there, naked, in the middle of the night, because we know it's not close to dawn because we've got the moon still before we get to the sun. So this is the middle of the night. Fire around you, you know, smoke rising, there's dust everywhere. You're alone and naked in this kind of volatile environment. And... The star is one of my favorite cards, but it also, I think, has a darkness to it that a lot of people don't recognize because, and I fall prey to this as well, because it comes after the tower. I think there is this idea of hope around it, which I agree with. There, It's, it's a, a light at the end of the tunnel. I agree with that completely. But the number seven is about action. It is the most active number. And if you combine the seven and the 10, you have an active number on a turn of the wheel with a naked person standing on the rubble of what they were once afraid of. This card is a fucking call to action. This card is, is reminding us that we're all naked. And the name of the episode comes from The Way of Tarot by Alejandro Jodorowsky, who is my favorite tarot theorist, expert, also an incredible film director. Um, and his chapter on the star is called To Act in the World to Find Your Place. And that's where we are as a collective, we need to find our place and act in the world because our lives depend on it. Because if you were actually standing in the rubble of the tower, which is not that far of a stretch really from where we are right now, the longer we sit on this rubble, 
crying naked about how sad and scared we are. One, the more dangerous it becomes. And two, the, the further we are from action. And I know it's sort of a tough read on such a beautiful card, and I'm way open to other interpretations, but generally speaking, this card is pushing us into the darkness to figure ourselves out, to find our place. And it's tough. I think the fall of the tower is a difficult, difficult moment. It's not supposed to be easy, right? It's, it's an aggressive fall. It's rubble and fire and, and blood and all of the emotions that go with that, right? And I think it's really important that we remember that. that and that's part of why I love teaching tarot the way I do, that you're in a body that's experiencing all of these things. You're in a human body that's experiencing all of these events. So there's going to be an emotional attachment there. But staying in that emotional attachment if we're sitting on the rubble crying naked, there will be a part of you that wants to just rebuild this tower because you miss it. There will be a part of you that will just be looking for things to take with you. Stuff that isn't on fire, things that you can salvage, right? What bricks can I remake a shelter out of? And that, I think, is where we're getting trapped. That is where this card, I think, is so important it's a change point in the arcanum. Does your action take you forward into the unknown to clothe you and bathe you and clean you up and find your next place? Or does your action take you backwards? Are you digging through the rubble of what, of what we all know had to fall? And it doesn't have to just be socially, right? The tower is a huge moment of change and it could just be for all of our lives. You know, I, it could be a relationship, it could be a job, it could be a friendship, it could be a, a pet dying, it, it could be anything going through a change. But there is, um, with the star, there's an acknowledgement of having to let that go, of having to leave the rubble where it is, of knowing, yes, there's heartbreak there. And I loved where I lived. I loved the environment I was in, and I built that tower even though... It kept me away from things. I felt safe there. And we always love safety. That's a human animal thing, right? But there's no point really in dragging charred bits of demolished fear with you into the next step. Because again, if we go back to painting the picture of the world of this journey. If you're naked, you're probably not going to take something that's going to weigh you down, that's going to make you more unsafe as you move through this landscape. You're, you're going to go free. You're going to go being able to be unencumbered. And, and that's where I'm going to get into the image, the person, the figure on the card. It's a woman with two jugs of water 
and she traditionally it's a woman with two jugs of water and one she's kneeling uh, by a body of water and one knee is on the bank <laughs> I don't know if you can hear the cat and one knee one knee is on the bank and one foot is in the pool and so she has water pouring into the pool and one pouring onto the ground and that's where this card becomes uh, astrologically speaking we're talking about Aquarius and I think the sneaky thing about Aquarius is that and this card is it's actually not about the water it's about the person the water bearer this is air this is an airspace card this is movement this is a choice and it's tending the scorched earth the first thing this person has done after climbing out of this rubble naked is tend to the earth and there are so many tarot theorists that believe that the people in the tower card are not falling they are diving they are leaping out of this tower to reconnect with the earth to reconnect with and i'm not just talking about that in a plant-based way because i know we all know i love that but we're talking about that in a community way and there are books to back that up i'm not just saying that because it's relevant now this tending to the earth tending to the collective is a part I really believe of spirituality, of this canon of spirituality, that when the tower becomes so high, we can't see the ground. We have to, whether we want to or not, launch ourselves back into the earth to tend it, to tend to and with the people that are all there. And it's a big ask. <laughs> the star... The star card is um, an extraordinary moment in the Arcanum. It's, it's one of, in my opinion, it's one of the first moments of choice that we see. It's one of the first moments of, I am making a decision to move forward bear and it's about spiritual transformation but there can't be a spiritual transformation without a surrendering of the ego and I think that's the important bit about the fact that this person is naked that they didn't dig through the rubble to find something to cover themselves they just went fine I'm gonna go I'm just gonna start walking and it's difficult to surrender at that level. I have a really tough time with that. <laughs> Anybody who knows me knows that. But it is necessary. That is the most necessary piece of this, is going, I don't need anything. I don't need anything from that old life because none of it's whole anymore. I'm just going to go with myself walk myself forward, tend to this earth, and see what happens. So, you know, this is a lot to 
to swallow, I guess. Um, but that's part of why I wanted to do this episode. I, it's very strange because I wanted to do the star last week. Um, and then I got kind of, even before the world shifted, um, I was like, oh no, because it is the card falling right after the tower and I didn't really want to do the podcast in um, sequential order. But um, now I realize it's important to actually talk about what happens after the fall. So I'm really grateful and humbled that this is the messaging that's coming through. So I'm going to talk a bit now about Aquarius, actually, because I think for people who like astrology, it's probably pretty obvious. But for people who are new, um, the fact that the star card looks strikingly a lot like Aquarius um, I think is a huge message, is a huge synchronicity that um, is important here, actually. And Aquarius, I think, is tough because I think we get hung up on the aqua part of Aquarius. I think people really often get stuck in the water. And I love the elements, and I think the water obviously is really important. But Aquarius is an air sign. Aquarius is the water bearer. It's, it's, it's about where you pour your emotions. One, what is filling the first vessel, right? Water being your emotions. What is filling the first vessel, but also what are you pouring from the other? And Aquarius is a really intellectual sign. It's a fixed sign, which means pretty much exactly what that says. It doesn't um, adapt necessarily in its placements or its energies. And it's ruled by Uranus, which is also the ruler of sudden change and revolution. And it's also the coldest planet. Hopefully y'all are getting this, um, the imagery that I'm giving us. And astrologically speaking, Aquarius, if Aquarius had a sort of tagline, it would be, I know. And all of that in mind, the sort of coldness of Uranus and the air fixed nature of the sign and the sort of tagline of I know, rolling all of that into this moment of the star, of, of rapid revolution and change, there is still present this almost stubborn element of I know where I'm going. I, I know what to do. And I talked about this in the first episode that sometimes I think, and again, this is just my opinion, sometimes I think in moments of deep change, your body knows where best to move. Not your brain, not your ego, your body, your heart and your gut and your groin. No. And that, I think, is where it's important to bring this card into our social sphere right now. Clearly, our ego space, the tower, right? Shooting straight up to the sky, divorced from the reality of the earth 
of the collective has fallen. So using Tower-esque logic now won't help us. It won't move us forward. There will be no propulsion there. And I know I keep talking about it and I'm just going to keep harping on it is that we've got to be naked, body naked, moving forward, trusting our impulses. And I mentioned it in the Tower episode, but this shame around being naked, this shame around being exposed is going to be really dangerous now because in order for us to move forward, we have to move forward exposed. We have to move forward without the cloaking and protection of our ego. And that means, again, going back to this landscape of the tarot world, that means that we're probably going to get cut up a bit. There's a line in Shakespeare. um, She says, the ruthless flint hath cut my tender feet. And that's essentially what's going to happen here. It's our feet, our foundations, what we touch the earth with are going to get sliced up a bit. And it's horrible, but it's what we need to do to move forward. And it's what we need to do to find, going right back to Jodorowsky, to find our place, to find where we can act in the world and where we can be of service. And I think everyone... Everyone in small print with an asterisk. I think everyone is getting a little prickly about being of service right now. But that is what the star card is. She's kneeling. She's kneeling naked, pouring onto the earth. It's a very humble place, y'all. It's a really humble, dark quiet place and that's where I really want to offer the beauty of the imagery here of the story of this card and and dare I say it of the story of this moment it is an honor I've been talking to a lot of people about this and it gets me really emotional, so I apologize if that makes you uncomfortable, but it is an honor to be incarnated as humans now. To be adults who can stand naked at the foot of this tower, ready to move forward and make change. And it will require us to be naked. It will require us to be humble and listen in the night for the voices that can guide us. And this is the beginning. This is the beginning of the change, right? So if we're looking at the journey of the tarot, of the fool's journey, we're at the star, number 17. Then we have the moon at 18, which is going to, whenever we get to that moment collectively, is going to illuminate a whole mess of sin. Because we'll still be in the dark, but that dark will be illuminated. 
And then we'll get to the sun at 19, which again means we'll have to really get to work because then the sun's out and we'll get to see how far we've traveled or if we have traveled or if we've moved in kind of a sideways direction instead of moving forward because we don't really know where we're going because it's still dark. We've got a couple night times, which I know is kind of a pedestrian way of describing social change, but we've got a couple dark nights still to go before the sun is going to rise and we're going to see kind of what what we can build. And then we get to judgment at 20. And I'm not talking like biblical judgment. But judgment is the last card before the world. And I am spiritual enough and I am faithful enough and I offer that if you are kind of still on the edge with that, you can borrow some of mine, that it makes a lot of sense that this is where we're, where we're all headed. And like I said, I don't think it's bad. And I think what's going to really keep us acting on the world and finding our place is the perspective that this is the beginning of the night. That you see the stars first, and then the moon, and then the sun. And I think as we go through this naked and as we start to feel cut up and shamed, because I think there's going to be a lot of shame coming up around our nakedness, around the fact that we feel like we should have more than the nothing we are carrying forward. We have to remember that this is just the beginning. And in that sort of Aquarius way, I know the more we move through this night, the more we will know. And that won't be an ego place to say, oh, I know now. It's you're cloaking yourself in information. Because actually, you don't see a fully clothed person in the tarot again. We're all naked from here on out. And I, I'm kind of smirking because I, I just realized that as I'm saying this, and I hope you all can appreciate that as well, that we're supposed to be naked as the wheel turns. That there is going to be something that needs to happen and we're, there's a vulnerability required for us to move into the end of the journey. And it's an accountability as well. We built that tower around ourselves. We weren't put in there. We have to have accountability and responsibility for walling ourselves into that tower. So whether we threw ourselves out, right? Like I said before, whether we lit it on fire or lightning struck it, it burned down. And if we put ourselves in there, then its collapse is also a fault of our construction. And you better believe that as we're walking naked into this next phase, that we have to emotionally reconcile with the fact that we built a tower that could not stand. And, and that's really difficult. But that doesn't mean we get to stop. Because our next resting place is the moonrise. And then the resting place after that is the sun. So we don't get to stop and sit on a brick and moan about it. 
And I know that sounds harsh and maybe, maybe a little pointed, but I do also think that it helps us keep some momentum in knowing that you can process while you are moving. It's so, it's so funny how much of this I tie back to acting. Um, when you're in rehearsal, no matter how long you've been an actor, there's always a moment that comes when you feel like you can't move and say the line. And it's just a disconnect between your body and your brain. It's a disconnect between all of your centers. You're not aligned anymore. Because the whole beauty of good acting, and I think of, of humaning, is being able to move and process simultaneously. We are wheels. We are always rolling forward. And that momentum also carries our thoughts. So, yes, we're going to want to rest. And, we're going, and rest is important. I'm not saying it's not. But this is offering that there is, this is the beginning of the end of the journey. This is the beginning of actually of the hard part. Because now we're moving forward in a space of I know. Now we're moving forward with this idea, not even an idea, with this memory of ourselves in knowledge. And that sort of weight is important to remember that we know and we have to use that now. And I also think it's important to remember that the more you know, <laughs> the more you realize you don't. And I think that space is the Aquarius airspace, star nakedness that we need to surrender to. Is I know... I don't know. You do have things that you do know, but there's also a surrendering to the fact that there is more. And as I walk barefoot, bleeding naked into this desert, I'll learn about those things. And and I it just popped into my head, so I feel like I, I need to share it, that if you know anything about the Bible or Christian story, you know, Adam and Eve were cast out of the Garden of Eden for knowing. And they covered up their nakedness and were cast into the world. And actually, this card is almost a reversal of that. It's, I walk naked with my knowledge towards the new world. And I find that so beautiful and so empowering but also so humbling and that's I think where we need to be kind of collectively so I'm going to wrap it up there because I think I said all I needed to say <laughs> um this card is a lot of readers favorite card and it's definitely one of mine, but I also feel like I want to encourage people to remember that the stars are only visible in the dark. And as much as this is a glimmer of light at the end of the tunnel, this is also just as much about us standing naked under the stars on a pile of burning rubble having to move.
and it's got a little more muscle in that way, but I think that's important. I think it's important to move forward with muscle rather than ego. Um, because I think that's how we're going to find our place. How we're all going to be able to act in the world through a place of knowledge. And vulnerability. So thank you all so much for joining me today. I hope wherever and whenever you find this, this is inspiring and lights you on fire a bit. Again, my name is Nicole. You can find me at seedlingspiritual.com or on Instagram at seedlingspiritual. I do tarot, I do birth charts, meditations, and pretty much everything in between. And thank you for your company today, and I hope to see you next time.